Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanas. This is episode 168, season seven. Today's date is October 8th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. On today's program, I will talk about uh, radio and TV personality Jim Conway, uh, who uh, anchored the news in Chicago, also had his own talk show. And uh, I'll talk about his biography and his career. Also, two anniversaries I'll discuss on the program. First one will be the 55th anniversary of the closing of Riverview Park in Chicago. Uh, That was a dark day when that happened. And also the 60th anniversary of The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. And I'll talk about my memories of uh, watching the show. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. So uh, the show aired on WMAQ-TV Channel 5 at 10.30 in the evening, Monday through Friday. So this will be fun. Okay. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Crisco. (laughs) All vegetable shortening. And here's a commercial from 1981 featuring... Loretta Lynn, uh, the country singer, she just passed away this week. And uh, so sit back and enjoy, everyone, and I'll be right back. Thank you. You know, I spend so much time working. I can't always take care of my family the way I'd like to. So when I get home, I try to make it up to them with lots of hugs and kisses and the best tasting food I can put on the table. And that's why I use Crisco and nothing else. Oh, there was a time when I tried some of the other shortening, but I came back to Crisco. And look how nice and brown Crisco fries my chicken. Mmm, sure tastes good too, Ma. No greasy taste either. Oh, and look what Crisco will do for a pie. Makes my pie crust flaky as all get out. Mmm, that's flaky. Uh, good to have you home. Oh, home. you mean it's good to have a cooking home. <laughs> All vegetable, no cholesterol, Crisco. Crisco will do you proud every time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Crisco. Uh, as for uh, the product is still around. Uh, it's been introduced uh, by Procter & Gamble in 1911, uh, over 100 years ago. And uh, you use that for frying or, you know, baking pies. You know, it makes your pie crust flaky, according to commercials like that. <laughs> And uh, I remember a classic episode of All in the Family uh, starring Carol Connor and uh, Rob Reiner. And it was a, it was an episode where there was a heat wave and uh, the air conditioner broke in their house. And um, Rob Reiner's character, Mike Stivett, was in the was at the refrigerator and he was looking for something to eat. And then uh, Archie wanted beer or something, I guess, or something to eat. So he got you know, he got frustrated, so he handed uh, Mike a, a can of Crisco, and uh, here, you eat this. And that's what Archie said to Mike, and he goes, this is Crisco! <laughs> uh, 
And uh, Archie says, well, you eat anything. <laughs> oh, that's a classic scene. I love this show. And, uh, you know, as for uh, Loretta Lynn, who uh, she was the spokesperson for the commercial uh, for Crisco uh, all, all the way from the 80s, uh, probably late 70s and uh, 80s. And there was all, also all butter Crisco. I don't know if they still make that. I haven't seen it. And uh, unfortunately, she passed away on Tuesday, on October 4th, which is my birthday. And that's very sad. Uh, I did, And uh, she was a wonderful singer. Um, they made a movie out of her life called Miner's Daughter. I've seen the movie that starred Sissy Spacek. That was a wonderful movie. I saw it in the theater. I think I did. No, I did not see it in the theater. Uh, I saw it on TV. And... Uh, they played uh, their classic songs and all that, and uh, it's uh, it's a shame because she, she seems like a lovely lady, you know. And uh, she was uh, she was ninety years old. That's uh, she's one of the queens of country music. I'm not a big fan of that type of music, but uh, I do this out of respect, like that, and. Uh, the, the reason I didn't do a podcast Tuesday, of course, it was my birthday. I had a lot of birthday greetings from texts, messages, comments. Oh, thank you, everyone. Thank you. Uh, it was wonderful. I had a nice, I had a wonderful, lovely day celebrating. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I will. I said uh, I will talk about the radio and TV personality Jim Conway. Also, the 55th anniversary of Riverview Park in Chicago and the 60th anniversary of The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Okay, and right now, I'm going to talk about Riverview Park. Why not? Let's get started with that. Because uh, the reason is I posted a photo of the Bob's roller coaster on Monday, on October 3rd, and I had no idea this was going to happen. I posted this on my Facebook page on Van Chicagoland, and it just took off. People, I shared it, you know, a few groups, and also, but all of a sudden, people saw that, and then they shared it everywhere, and they commented and commented. They're still commenting, as far as I know, and this is like... A few days ago, and that uh, the views of the of that post on Van Chicago went through the roof. It was amazing. The, uh, last I looked, were about six hundred thousand people. That's like a, that's like a metropolis. That's like a city. I saw that, and they remember the what the rides what rides they rode and uh who they were with and uh you know they got sick riding them <laughs> all kind of like that and uh you know but this on October 3rd uh, 1967 that uh, the park officially closed and that was very sad uh, a lot of people expected to continue you know for the 1968 season uh didn't happen i heard uh, uh they got a good offer from the land and uh whoever owned it at the time uh it wasn't george schmidt he's the, he's the original owner so it must be his relatives or uh it could be him i don't know if he passed away then and uh they took the offer and then they started auctioning off the rides and uh, they t- dismantled everything and uh, it's a shame you know and uh, most of the 
the rides uh, that a lot of people remembered. Uh, first, I'll tell off where it was. First, I'll tell you when it was where it was located. I mean, Riverview Park was at uh, thirty three hundred Northwestern Avenue. That was at Belmont and Western. Uh, right next near it was Lane Tech High School, WGN Studios, not too far from there on uh, Bradley Place over there. I've been there, <laughs> and uh, I never went to Riverview because I when it was closed, I was three years old, so uh, I never knew about the park until later you know over the years i never was interested uh, about that but then uh in the 80s i went to devry institute of technology and that's that was on the property of riverview park and i went to school there for three years and uh then when i started uh there in chicago land i wanted to uh you know i posted uh uh things places people no longer exist and then I decided to do a video about Riverview Park. As I did that, you know, I collected the photos uh, all over the internet, also from some books. Uh, I got permission from the author of the book. Thank you. Um, Derek G., that's his name. Um, then I, I compiled it and then put it in the video. And uh, when I when that when I first published it, it was very popular. A lot of people loved it. It was shown on Channel Nine uh, in the morning. Thank you, Marcus Lashak. <laughs> uh, that was a great day. I love that, and because uh, he's a huge fan of roller coasters. But uh, then uh, people start to, uh, start talking about the rides. So I'm going to read off some of the rides uh, that a lot of people remember. Of course, there was the Bob's. That was the most memorable one of all and it was fast well fast and crazy and uh that was built in 1924 and it closed and it uh it uh, stopped where you know it ceased operation when we closed in 1967 so and that was one of the most popular roller coasters of all time at riverview park and but there were others it was also the comet the silver flash and then it changed to flash uh there was also fireball that was very, that was uh, introduced in 1959, but before that, it was called the Blue Streak. A lot of people remember that, older than me, that is. Also, there was the Jetstream that replaced the Greyhound. A lot of people like the Greyhound, but uh, I think it got old, and uh, that only that only ran about <clears throat> excuse me three years into that, and. Uh, there were other roller coasters. It was, one of the first ones was the Velvet Coaster or the Figure Eight, and there was the Jack Rabbit, and there was the Wild Mouse. Um, also, uh, other attractions at the park were uh, Aladdin's Castle. Uh, that was the Fun House. Remember that? Shoot the Shoots, the Water Ride. Oh, that sound that looked like a lot of fun. I like that. There was another Fun House. It was called Hades. Also, the rotor it was like a spinning ride, and like that. And uh, there were there were there were there were rides of the rotor in other parks like that. And uh, there was a tilt a whirl. That's one of my favorites. Uh, also, there was a, a ride called Thousand Islands, but then it became Mill of the Mill on the Floss Floss. Excuse me. 
1950, they renamed it the Tunnel of Love, and that stayed until the end. So remember that. And also, there was the Flying Turns. <laughs> it was like a wooden bobsled ride, and you would go zzz, 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 all over the place. It opened in 1934, and a lot of people remember that ride. They loved it, you know. And it was originally from the Chicago's World's Fair. And uh, well, it opened in 1934, and then it, then it moved to Riverview Park. I apologize for that. Also, there was the parachutes. You know, you float down with a parachute. It looked like fun. I heard there was uh, somebody, there was a a couple that got married, and there was a woman in her bride and gown coming down <laughs> doing that. <laughs> That's funny. Also, uh, there was the freak show. There was the flying scooter, the boomerang, stratostat, the calypso. The flying cars. Oh, that was shown on uh, WGN. The uh, the picture of that. That was kind of cool. Also, the hot rods. There were little cars like that. Uh, let's see. The, the, they had a Ferris wheel, the paratrooper, bump them. They were bumper cars, of course. And uh, they had a racetrack. Uh, and uh, last but not least, there was a carousel. And the carousel was, is the only ride that exists from Riverview Park. And that is at Six Flags Over Georgia in Atlanta. And uh, I always want to go see it. If I ever go to Atlanta, I want to go to that park and see that carousel. I want to ride it because that's historical and it's, it's beautiful. Oh. We'll see about that until, you know, I'm fully recovered. But I am... Sorry, fully recover, but uh, if I'm uh, if I could travel, uh, I could do that. So we'll see. I'd love to see it. Uh, I don't think I'll go see it this year because it's closing soon. So maybe next year. Okay, and then uh, like I said before, Riverview Park closed in 1967, but the memories linger on for everybody. And you know, with social media, and it kept it alive. You know, and uh, it was one of a kind. It was a huge uh, amusement park. Had over a hundred, over a hundred rides. Uh, today, uh, we have Six Flags Great America in Gurney. Used to be called Marriott's Great America. I did a podcast episode about the the rides that no longer existed over there. That was a fun episode I did on Van Chicagoland Stories. Uh, but prior to that. Uh, when Riverview closed, there was a Ventureland that opened about, I think, 1962 in the 60s. And uh, that was located in Addison, Illinois. That lasted until the late 70s. And also, during that time, Old Chicago opened. And that was the first indoor amusement park. And it had shops. that was located in Bullingburg. Um, I never went there. I, I wish I did. But I knew a lot of friends. Went there, of course. And that lasted about... A few years, and uh, that was that was featured in the movie. Uh, I think the Fury from 1978, and there's scenes of that. And I haven't seen the movie in ages, so maybe someday I'll watch it. You know, and try to catch glimpses of old Chicago <laughs> like that. I remember the commercials and all that, and uh, they had concerts. You know, it was, it was a fun place. Okay, so. That was a sad day when Riverview Park closed, you know, 
and uh, so the, but memorabilia still exists. You can find stuff on eBay to buy tickets, uh, travel fold, you know, brochures, signs. You know, you can find them. You know, and people show the frame of uh, some picture frames of tickets that you know that shows the Aladdin's castle. That's kind of cool. Okay. And also the slogan was uh, laugh your troubles away. And uh, and uh, the spokesman for Riverview uh, Park was uh, Tuton Baker. He was an entertainer. He sang. Uh, he seemed like a very nice man. Huge man. <laughs> he used to live in my old neighborhood in Roseland. So, uh, but uh you know, uh, I, for, I forget, failed to mention, you know, the park opened on July 2nd, 1904. So it wasn't really a park at first. It was like a shooting, um, like, you know, shooting gallery, like a sh- uh, like that. And then uh, one day somebody decided to, you know, have picnics and invite the entire family. And then somebody suggested, why don't we bring, you know, a, uh, a ride, you know, amusement ride. And they brought a roller coaster, I believe. And that's how it started. So that's, uh, like I said, I keep repeating that. It's a wonderful place. I wish we had it again. Okay. Next up, I will talk about uh, The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. And uh, let's see, The the Tonight Show started in 1954. It aired on NBC, which back then was WNBQ, not WMAQ. You know, they changed the letters in, I think, 1964, around that. And uh, they uh, with uh, tonight, uh, the first hosts were Steve Allen. He hosted uh, until about three years. You know, he was a comedian. He was from here, from Chicago. And then he went to Hollywood. He was a funny man. I liked him. And then... Um, the, the next host was Jack Parr, and he took over, and he was there for about five years, and uh, he was a very controversial man, and uh, he was a good host, very easygoing guy, but uh, he got in trouble with the censors at the network, and then he just walked, uh, I think he walked away in 1960, and uh, he did come back, but then he uh, quit altogether. So they had to find a host. So they had guest hosts before then until they uh, chose Johnny Carson, and they asked him. And he said, yes, I will host a show. But he was contracted to another network on another show. So they had to wait, you know, to start. So the first show debuted on October 1st, 1962. And uh, his sidekick was Ed McMahon, the announcer. And uh, we all know, I'll talk about him in a second. (laughs) Uh, And that was in New York. And uh, 30 Rockefeller Plaza in New York City, not in California. I'll talk about that in a second so when he moved. And uh, his first guests were, were uh, Rudy Valley, Joan Crawford, Tony Bennett, Mel Brooks, and, of course, Groucho Marx. Okay, so right now I'm going to play the, the very first show. This is an audio. You know, the, the first show uh, does not exist. Uh, anywhere. I think they were erased or lost. Luckily, they found the audio of the introduction of the show. But in the beginning, so I'm going to play that. In the beginning, that's Johnny Carson speaking. 
And uh, so you will hear the introduction of the show, and and then Johnny Carson speaks, uh, you know, for a few, for about a minute, and it's fascinating his television history. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you, everyone. October first, nineteen sixty-two is a day I'll always remember. I was thirty-six years old, taking my place as host of America's most popular late-night program, The Tonight Show. gentlemen thank you this is kind of an emotional thing for me because i've known about this show for a long time and the newspapers and the magazines and i've probably been interviewed 150 times in the last nine months since i've known about this as i say you work up to it we come over here this afternoon we meet the guests that are on the show and you get kind of charged up i don't mean to be maudlin about it but i know that tonight a lot of people a lot of my friends are watching all over the country and i only have one feeling as i, I stand here knowing that so many people are watching I want my man there. <laughs> well, I made it through that first night with the help of Groucho Marx, Rudy Valley, Joan Crawford, Tony Bennett, and Mel Brooks. I could never have imagined I would walk through that curtain almost 5,000 times in 30 years. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction of The Tonight Show that aired on October 1st, 1962. Oh, that was a great find of that. And uh, they didn't introduce Groucho Marx, but he was on the show. And there's pictures of him on the internet with Johnny Carson. Okay, and the uh, didn't do did very well um, in the ratings rise. And then, in, then they moved to California uh, until uh, 1972 or 73, around that time, and uh, Ed McMahon followed uh, followed Johnny Carson, and also the band leader. Uh, first, it was uh, the NBC Orchestra, and that was led by Skitch Henderson. I remember him. And then until 1966, and then there was another one. His name was Milton DeLug, and he took over, and then. Uh, then it was Doc Severson, and he took over. And he's still alive to this day. I think he's in his 90s. Uh, it's a wonderful man. He wore these funny suits, and Johnny Carson made fun of them. <laughs> so like that. So um, get, uh, most guests that appeared on the, uh, with Johnny Carson were uh, stand-up comedians, musicians, uh, TV stars, movie stars, also politicians. You know, they were interviewed. And uh, Johnny Carson never talked, he never offered his opinions on politics, thank goodness. You know, he kept to himself. That's very respectful to doing that. And uh, so in the beginning of the program, you know, uh, Ed McMahon would introduce uh, Johnny Carson, The Tonight Show, and then he would say who will be on the show. And then he would say, here's Johnny. We all remember that. That's taken from The Shining with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> that movie still scares me. 
And uh, and then when Johnny Carson appears, but um, you know, from the curtains, and then uh, then they played the theme song of Tonight Show, which was written by Paul Anka, a singer, and then he would go, "Oh, that was Ed McMahon," and uh, and then uh, after. Johnny Carson did his monologue, uh, and then he would do the golf swing, and he did that. You know, on Rowan Martin's laughing, they did uh, Dick Martin did that on his show, <laughs> which Johnny Carson appeared on that. And then uh, they would do sketches first before the inter uh, before the guests would be uh, introduced, and uh, he he created some characters, uh, very ca- famous characters. It was Floyd Artubro. He was a TV, uh, you know, he did uh, editorials, and it was Art Fern. He did Tea Time Movie. <laughs> I remember that with the with the matinee lady. One uh, famous matinee ladies was uh, uh, was Paula Prentice. There was also Teresa Ganzel. That was in the eighties. Also Carol Wayne. You know, she did that. And uh, there was Aunt Blabby, you know, John, um, Johnny Carson dressed like an old lady. She was a gossip. <laughs> so it's funny. And uh, he also did Ronald Reagan during the 80s. He ridiculed him to death. He really did. It was terrible. And one of my favorites was Karnak the Magnificent. You know, and he, you know, he would, uh, he was like a medium. And he was like a psychic. And he predicted... My his one of his famous ones was uh, also Ed McMahon's was so it, they were all in a ma- uh, mason jar a mayonnaise mason jar all the uh, letters so you take one out tear it on the side blow on it and open and uh, well first he would say sis boomba he would just place the card on his forehead. and then he would open that just like I described and he said. And he said, that's the sound when a sheep explodes. <laughs> I just love uh, uh So that's funny. I like that. And uh, let's see. And then when he interviewed guests, he was very easygoing. And, you know, and a lot of famous, a lot of famous people were discovered on The Tonight Show during his tenure there. And, uh, you know, my memories of watching the show, I didn't watch it all the time. I, uh, when I was a kid, I watched reruns of other shows in Chicago. Like, for example, uh, there was the late movie on Channel 2 and CBS. You show all these all these movies. Uh, uh, they also showed the Kolchak, the, the Night Stalker on there, and that's where I caught that. I saw the show when it originated in the 70s and on, on Channel 7 on WLS. And uh, they, they showed reruns on the late movies sometimes. They showed Starsky and Hutch. Um, I don't know what else. Other ones I can't think of. It. Or the Avengers or something like that. And then, uh, oh, probably Columbo. Yeah, they showed Columbo. I remember that. And also other uh, shows I watched during 1030 uh, were Channel 9 had uh, when uh, they had when move, not when movies were movies, I think it was Sundays, but they she showed old movies. Uh, if I saw a movie that was interesting, I watched that. Uh, Channel 7, I don't know what was on the air at that time, I couldn't think of it, but later on uh, in the 80s was Nightline. If you like the news, you know, Ted Koppel hosted that was based on the Iran situation, 
you know, hostage situation at the time. This happened when I was in high school. And of course, on Channel 32, I watched that a lot. And also Channel 44, they showed old reruns of TV shows. Like, for example, on 44, there was uh, Get Smart. There was F Troop right after the White Sox game. I used to watch that. Also on Channel 32, was uh, were the shows were like Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. There was uh, The Best of Groucho, you know, You Bet Your Life, the, the quiz show hosted by Groucho Marx. And uh, let's see, what else? Dark Shadows, when it was rerun. Oh, that was good. And, of course, Night Gallery. <laughs> so uh, most of the shows I have on DVD, but it was a, it was a beautiful time watching that. Time. And of course, when the re- when I got older, then I started watching Tonight Show probably every night. So he, everyone did, you know, older people did, you know, they were in bed, they were on the couch, or like that, or you know, like the day was winding down. You want to relax, and 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 he would make and Johnny Castle would make it laugh, and then you go to bed, you know. And uh, the next day, you talk about him and who he had on like that. So the show lasted for 30 years uh, when he hosted. So uh, his last show was May 22nd, 1992. And I remember the last show. Uh, his guests were, they showed clips and uh, and all that. And two guests were on were Bed Midler, and she sang a song. And also Robin Williams. Uh, and he did some comedy bit. Oh, he was hilarious. You know, God bless him. He's gone. You know, God bless him. It's too bad he died. And then... Uh, so Johnny Carson officially announced that he would retire. He didn't want to do it anymore. He did this for 30 years, and that was it. He wasn't seen much after that. You know, he appeared on David Letterman, and that was it. He did a voice. He did a voice over on The Simpsons. He did a guest voice, and then Jay Leno took over. And I watched him all the time. I liked him. He was funny. And then, uh, then he left. And then uh, they brought in Conan O'Brien because he was on. After David Letterman left, and he went to CBS, and then but Conan O'Brien only lasted about a year. The, it was not very successful. I liked him, but uh, it didn't work. And then Jay Leno returned for a few more years, and then now we have Jimmy Fallon, which he, he's funny. I like him. So, but it's this is this is the Tonight Show for today. This is for the twenty first century. So, so that was. Uh, you know, that's a great show, you know, and it's memorable. Um, you can find clips of uh, The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson on YouTube if you'd like. There's DVDs if you want to buy the best of his shows. Uh, one memorable um, thing that Johnny Carson said before I forget, uh, he was it was during the Reagan era, and uh, he said that Ronald Reagan was visiting his uh, ancestral country in Ireland. He was going to go see his uh, relatives there, or where his, uh, you know, his family was born. And the funniest thing is, he's, he was driving through the countryside, and he noticed a leprechaun standing on a on a toadstool. And when Reagan looked at the leprechaun, you know what the leprechaun did? He dropped his pants and mooned him. <laughs> So he said, it was Ed McMahon laughed so hard. And it was that was so funny. <laughs> I haven't even forgotten about that. It's, it was hilarious. <laughs> but every time Johnny Carson was to, uh, tell a joke, he started laughing himself. 
Oh, he said some silly things, you know, but he made fun of a lot of uh, politicians, you know, mostly Nixon and uh, Ford. Oh, my God. And uh, not Clinton. Uh, not yet. Uh, Jay Leno did that <laughs> after, after that. <laughs> oh, it's fun. So, you know, he was a wonderful man. He really was. And uh, he's still missed. Okay. Next up, we will talk about Jim Conway. And a lot of people don't know, don't remember. Well, I'm talking about people today. They don't know who he was, but uh, people older than me remember him very well. And uh, he was a uh, television host. He was also a uh, news anchor. And uh, so I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to talk about his career. Um uh, Yes, I'm going to talk about his career, uh, about how he got started and, uh, you know, all through, you know, what he did. And uh, right now, no, not right now. So I'll talk about, I'll talk about briefly about him. And uh, he was born here in Chicago on the south side. I don't know where in the south side. I wish I knew. And then, uh, then he went to Milwaukee. And then... Uh, and he attended Marquette University uh, High School in Milwaukee. And then, um, I don't know if he went to college. I'm not sure. Yes, he did. I'm sorry. He did. He attended Marquette University. <coughs> Excuse me. And then he got hired at WBBM in Chicago. And that was in the, for, uh, that was in the 40s. And uh, he was the first announcer in Chicago, when Pearl Harbor got hit by the Japanese, uh, the attack. And uh, that happened December 7, 1941, of course. And uh, I wish there was a recording of that. I'd like to hear it. You know, and uh, he was very young, you know, when that happened. And he also was in the Navy, and he served during World War II. And uh, he was in the Navy Reserve for many years. And... Uh, after the war, he uh, continued his work at WBBM on the radio, and he hosted a radio show called Shopping with the Misses. I never knew that. And uh, he did. Uh, he co-hosted with that show. I don't know who was the host of that. Maybe it was Lee. Maybe Lee Phillip. I don't think it was her. I'm not sure. Probably, you know, because she did a lot of uh, television at the time. And uh, then he hosted a variety show. It was called In Town Tonight, and it aired at 10.30 on weeknights on Channel 2. And uh, that was during the 50s. And there's a clip of that on YouTube if you want to find it and see that. He was very uh, calm, you know, very, you know, very polite like that. And then... Um, then he left the show in 1959, did some voice over work at uh, Kellogg's for, you know, serial commercials, probably radio or television. Then he came back in Chicago in 1960, and he got hired to do the first, uh, he was the first anchor to do the news on Channel 9. And that first, uh, that was the first news program on WGN-TV Channel 9 in Chicago, and it aired at 10 o'clock. So it went uh, head to head with 
the news on channel two, channel five, channel seven, uh, 32 came later, but I don't think it aired at 10. They aired at nine. And then he joined, uh, not WBM. He joined WMAQ AM on the radio and he was a host for, uh, for a few years and he did interviews and, uh, he hosted a morning show called Americana. He did that. And then, uh, then he left uh, WMEQ around August 1964, and then he joined uh, WLS, Channel 7. He left the news program uh, on Channel 9, which on Channel 9, um, this was it. I found an ad of that, you know, where if, that the show was going to debut. And in the ad was, uh, let me try to remember. So it was Carl Grayson. He was on the news. I don't know if he co-anchored with him, maybe, or he did other things, but he was the original voice of uh, Creature Features. He introduced a poem, and then it was Marty McNeely that did that. That show still scares me, you know. And uh, also on the program was uh, Jack Burkhouse. He did the news, and and. And believe it or not, who who did the weather forecast was Ned Block, Ringmaster Ned from Bozo Circus. <laughs> I didn't know he did that, you know, until I found out. But uh, there's, I think there's a picture on the internet somewhere that shows him, you know, in a suit, you know, dressed like a meteorologist, you know, pointing at a map, <laughs> you know, with all the signs that it's cloudy, low pressure, high pressure, you know, rain and all that. Oh, I would love to see that, you know. And, uh, you know, because a lot of people did a lot of duties at the time in Channel 9. They still do to this day. You know, a lot of people did the weather. They did the sports. They did uh, other segments, you know. And uh, I wish I've seen that. So he hosted the show for a few years on Channel 9. Then he went to Channel 7 in 1964. And he hosted a morning program called Jim Conway's Morning Show. And uh, it was very popular. In the morning, and then he also uh, he interviewed people, you know, politicians, and uh, did that, and also reported the news, you know. And then uh, the show was canceled in 1968, and then he hosted uh, a radio show on WGM WGN AM 720 uh, for a few months in 1968. You know, he hosted that. And then he got hired again in Channel 9 to do another uh, morning show. He did that. And that was, uh, that was in 1968. And uh, he did the news. He interviewed people. And, uh, and he was a great interviewer and had a good voice like that. And it ran for 90 minutes. And then, in, then the show was shortened in about an hour. And then, uh, and then it uh, went off the air in April 1971. I don't know what happened. So, but right now I'm going to play a clip of him uh, from the Jim Conway show, and uh, he's t- he's he's uh, saying the news on the show, so you can hear his voice. So here he, here's Jim Conway from the Jim Conway show in the early 1970s. So sit back and enjoy. Thank you, everyone.
Defense Secretary Melvin Laird told the Senate committee today that the Chinese nuclear threat will be one of our gravest security problems in the 1970s. He also said that Russia has under construction, or actually now has in possession, more ICBM launchers than the United States. He also said the United States commanders in Vietnam do not believe it will be possible to reduce American forces, not until Hanoi pulls out all of its troops. Israeli planes were in the skies over Jordan today for the third time in four days. They attacked suspected Arab guerrilla positions. Earlier, there was a mortar attack on Israeli forces south of the Sea of Galilee. Pope Paul announced today that he will travel to Uganda, Africa in July to consecrate a new sanctuary and to meet with African bishops. This will be the pontiff's seventh trip outside Italy, the first ever by a pope to Africa. A force of British paratroopers, Marines, and Scotland Yard detectives invaded the Caribbean island of Anguilla at dawn today. Their mission is to return the island of the British Commonwealth. The 6,000 residents offered no resistance. A Memphis man surrendered this morning after holding his eight children hostage during the night and threatening to kill them if anybody came close. A police inspector talked 27-year-old Charles Keogh into surrendering. And a three-alarm fire this morning did about $25,000 damage to the office building of the Courtesy Lumber Company at 95th and King Drive. Firemen kept flames from spreading to two big lumber sheds. About 50 housekeeping and cafeteria workers at Billings Hospital this morning staged a wildcat strike. The hospital spokesman said the strike was ineffective. <clears throat> and a fugitive from Los Angeles was caught in Bakersfield, California, for a very obvious reason. Police say that 34-year-old Charles Davis was just walking along when a pedestrian noticed something unusual about him and called police because stenciled across the back of Mr. Davis' trousers were the words, Los Angeles County Jail. Uh, mostly sunny, not so warm this afternoon, high in the lower 60s, beautiful weather, and then tomorrow, chance of a little rain with a high in the 50s. Right now at Midway at 61, at Tribune Tower it's 46, wind out of the east to 10 miles an hour. Coming up, all our guests in the wrap-up right after this word. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed uh, that uh, audio clip of Jim Conway. You know, he had a very, uh, very versatile, you know, his voice sounded very, you know, strong, you know, very uh, lucid. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he seemed like a very nice man, very, uh, very intelligent. And then, uh, like I said before, the show, uh, the Jim Conway um uh, show on Channel 9. It ended April 1971. And then uh, he returned to television in September of the same year on WSNS uh, Channel 44. I didn't even know that. And uh, it was uh, aired in the evenings on, on uh, every night. But it was only less than a year. And uh, so, because uh, they were changing the programming at the time 19, in 1972. So, it was, uh, because uh, WNS, WSNS started in 1970 and they showed just the stock markets all day long. You know, just like remember stock market uh, show like on Channel 26, they showed that all the time. And uh, so they added movies, reruns, uh, classic shows on Channel 44. 
And then after he left Channel 44, uh, Jim Conway uh, hosted a talk show on the radio, WNUS AM. I remember that. And then uh, he quit all, quit broadcasting altogether. And then uh, so he took a job in public relations for the state of Illinois. And uh, he's, he was a spokesman for uh, Secretary of State Jim Edgar, who later on ran for governor. You know, he was the governor of Illinois. And uh, you didn't see much of him after that. So he was not on television anymore. So that's just like that. And then um, he passed away on, uh, let's see, January 22nd, uh, 2016. And uh, he was 94 years old. He lived a long life. You know, that's amazing. I remember reading the article about about his death, you know, and uh, I knew about him. I remember seeing him. But I didn't know much about his, uh, about his uh, career, so I had to do a search on, on the internet to see and you know to read about what he did, and I found it fascinating, you know, of, of what accomplishments he, he has done. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when he did the the first broadcast uh, news on Channel Nine in the evening, that paved the way to other. Uh, anchorman uh, that we still have today. Also, I remember Jack Taylor. There was uh, John Drury, who came from Channel 7, and others like that. And uh, so now the news is on all day, practically, you know, from 4 to 10, then 11 to 1, and 4 to 6, 4 to 7, I think, yeah. And then uh, again from 9 to 10.30, so uh, WGN's changed a lot. They used to show reruns of uh, TV shows. They still do. There's some of them. And movies, but uh, it's changed so much. So uh, a lot of talk shows uh, at the time were also introduced. It was Lee Phillips. She did Noon Break. You know, she was on at 12 o'clock. Uh, my mother watched that show. She liked that. And uh, remember Virginia Graham, uh, uh, Girl Talk. I did a podcast about her a long time ago. And uh, others that paved the way. There was AM Chicago on Channel 7. There was, uh, then later on, it became uh, Oprah in the 80s. You know, so he was a great man. He really was. Jim Conway, that is. So uh, thank you for your talents. <laughs> okay. So uh, that'd be all for this show. Oh, I did a long one today. <laughs> I covered a lot of material. So uh, I'll do a recap of what I've done. I discussed the, uh, the 55th anniversary of Riverview Park closing that officially closed on October 3rd, 1967. Also the 60th anniversary of the Tonight Show starring John, that starred Johnny Carson. Excuse me. Also radio and TV personality Jim Conway. I talked about his life and his career. Uh, I will publish this program shortly. Uh, it'll be available wherever podcasts are available. Apple Podcasts, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, it's also on Audible, I believe. <laughs> also, it'll be on my YouTube channel, Van Chicago and Stories. If you care to listen, it'll be ready there. And uh, I also publish this episode on my social media accounts. 
fan Chicago and you know on Facebook and Twitter. Pardon me. And uh, you can click on it and access, and you can listen wherever you want on your tablet, on your computer, in your car radio. You know, if you can, you know, press any apps. Uh, I will not do a podcast episode on Tuesday, which I usually do because I'm going to the doctor. I'm going to see my urologist and see what uh, for my checkup. Probably do one next weekend, but I'll do another podcast. Probably do another podcast of my uh, of my other uh, podcast that is TV Oblivion. I'll probably do one tomorrow, so I'll get that set up. Okay. So this is Pete Costanis, your host of Van Chicago and Stories. Thank you for joining me and bear with and bearing with me of listening. Uh, this show ran about almost forty-five minutes, so I, I didn't realize it would take that long. But uh, it was a lot of ground to cover, and I enjoyed it. Okay, so so long, everyone. And uh, here is Ray Rayner signing off with "Bye, bye, bye" from him. And so I'll uh, hope to hear from you next time. Take care, everybody. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.